I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. The buzz has begun. The buzz has started. <laughs> it's still going. It's a good segue. We're still know. buzzing away. Hey. What up, everybody? Welcome. What's up, Christine? What up, Mike? <laughs> It's just me and you tonight. And everybody out there. What's up, everybody? Yes. Welcome. If you're tuned in, you are watching the AfterBuzz TV Love is Blind After Show. Mm. And it's wow. Not. It's not blind. It's not blind. I think seven episodes in. <laughs> we're proving it right now. We're proving it. Like, there right is now. no way that Love is Blind. But you know what? It's making for some really good TV. Mm. Lots of interesting things for us to talk about. Uh, one of the biggest reveals tonight with meeting the parents. Mm-hmm. Lots of juicy stuff. Yeah. The last few episodes really delivered. Yep. But if you're joining us for the first time, hello and welcome. I am your host, Christine Alexis. But I am not alone tonight. I have the reality TV guru. Wow. Um, one of the most outspoken people <laughs> I've ever had the pleasure of hosting with. Thank you. And I am talking about none other than Mike Dealing. That's me. What's up, everybody? Glad to see you again. This show, just like we said, it's really getting good. You know, it started yeah. off a little bit. Anytime I think when you have such a brand new concept for a show, a reality show, we've all seen, Christine, you and I do The Bachelor. I handle Married at First Sight here. You know, there's 90 Day. All these things are kind of tried and true formats. When you get something brand new like the pods and everything, it's like, eh, I'm not too sure. It's yeah. really, it's just delivering now. Yeah, well, I feel like they've worked out the kinks. Right. We kind of got rid of all the extra fluff and got down to like our core um, cut. Core couples, rather. I, was gonna call I thought you were going to say member. core competency. And I was like, oh. yeah, we're kind of back to where <laughs> we true. we know, okay, dating reality shows, we know this part. Move right. in together, meet the family. Is this going to work? Yeah. And if you guys you know, are into reality TV shows like we are, you probably recognize us from the Bachelor After Show that we host together. So this, I'm really excited to do this with you, just yeah. us. Like, we're going to tear this up. <laughs> um, our Who third, needs Jeff? Or, you know, Ooh. our other panelist, Flobito, who's not with us tonight. Um, we miss you. But we're going to hold it down for you. Don't worry. <laughs> we got this. Um, before we get into meeting the parents and all the juicy stuff that comes out of that, kind of want to wrap up where the episode starts with the aftermath of some explosive fights that we had yep. at Barnett's birthday party. Who, by the way... <laughs> you mean Matt? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Are I was we say, stupid? Did we just not know his name was not actually Barnett? Put in the comments how dumb... Uh, uh, not Christine. Christine is perfect. <laughs> not put how dumb. dumb. Put how dumb I am for not knowing that his name was actually Matt. Or did they just spring that on us randomly? No, they definitely sprung that on us randomly. Okay. There's no way we didn't know this guy's name was Matthew. Like, that's such a yeah. generic name. He came hard with my name is Barnett. Yeah. Barnett. Barnett feels, he feels more like a Barnett, no? Edgy, yeah. It's a little like, so my name's Barnett. Instead of Matthew. Yeah, Matt. Matt. I mean, whatever. As I know as a girl, like, I love, if a guy goes by, like, a nickname, I want to be the only one that calls you your real name. Mm. Like. What else is he lying about, this whole name? (laughs) (laughs) Or what else is Amber lying about? I feel like we get a new layer of her every single time we meet her and her story. Yeah. Very weird. But I guess we got into our general thoughts about this episode. We both loved it. Lots yeah, of good tea. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's check in with Janina and Damien, who, um, after their fight, decide to talk things out in separate rooms. Terrible. This is this is such an odd, awkward conversation that goes on that I guess ends okay, but it's very, very strange. He wakes up. He doesn't want to come out. Then out of nowhere, she comes with, you know how you're always telling me that I'm the best sex you've ever had? Don't you notice how I never say that to you? That's like such a terrible thing to say to somebody else. Like, I mean, wow. way to drop such a bomb on each other. And in a really disproportionate reaction. That, yeah. That's that's. 
that's a kind of comment or something said to absolutely cut somebody. Like you're trying to hurt somebody. Yeah. That's how I'm going to hurt you with this. Yeah. Especially like, you know, if you're going to go into stereotypes or tropes or whatever, that's straight cutting to his manhood. Oh, you're yeah. not good in bed. Other men have satisfied me better. Like, there's no good way to spin that whatsoever. Well, shout out to Damien because as pointed at that as that jab was, he seemed to react, I think, pretty measured at first. Like, you can tell that they were definitely getting heated, getting heated in their conversation. But I think he was so... I think his mindset was more about countering her feistiness because I feel like with Gigi, all it takes is one thing for her to start yelling and he made that clear that he doesn't really like that in their conversation. We saw a lot of that when they were drunk at Barnett's birthday party. (laughs) So even after she says that, um, he kind of just is like, well, you know, you know, you, you always want to have sex after we have an argument. Like, I feel like he logically tries to talk through it and Gigi's like, but, you know, I just, I need more. I need passion. Like, yeah. she's just like a walking soap opera. She's she's an emotional person. And we've seen these kind of characters, call it, on other shows where she responds to emotion. And she expects people to be as emotional. Yes. So she's looking for him to come back super fiery and feisty and, like, match her, right? So mm-hmm. how she's saying... You never initiate romance. Why aren't you? Why aren't you just like taking it from me? Or it's like, whoa, this is getting the. You know each other like five days. This yeah. is getting a little dicey. But she's looking for him to have that passion back. And when he's not, that's upsetting her. So I feel like, again, I'm not saying this is the right way to be or anything. But if he kind of came back and put her in her place, she probably really like. It. She probably really find it attractive. Yeah. And like, whoa, his. His over emotion or his feistiness shows how much he cares about me. That's probably her. Her love, I don't know, love yeah. Oh, fine, we use the term. I, guess, I feel like cringy when I say that term. No, I get. I mean, <laughs> I don't yeah, think it's cringe. Yeah. I think it's like probably the most accurate de- uh, descriptor we can use in this scenario because it seems like that's how she. That's the love language she speaks right. and the one that she receives. Yes. you know what I mean. Because yeah. so, I, I know me, I show it by like acts of service. But I need words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be different. But I think Giannina is very clearly, uh, what, what would we put her in? Um, I did not read the book or whatever. I, so. It's, so it's words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, quality time, right. uh, gifts, and what's the fifth one? Is there like the overblown comments. fiery emotion or something like that? <laughs> well, that would be the sixth if I could remember what I mean, even it's the fifth her. was. But to your point, that does get the best reaction out of her because they eventually do make up. When she waltzes into the room and he very playfully but aggressively and passionately gets on top of her and tells her yeah. that he can, you know, he can get the the butterflies going because sure. that's what Gigi so desperately wants. She wants those butterflies back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she, it's, it's weird to me how they could go from the sex is whack. I don't know if I'm still in love. The butterflies are gone. You piss me off and then want angry sex to, to okay, yay, giggle, yay. giggle, jump yeah. on the bed. Sounds uh, up so weird and inauthentic, but uh, whatever. Yeah. They're the least of our problems on this show. <laughs> well, they're going to encounter another roadblock when we do start talking about meeting the parents. That's so true. stay tuned. We are going to get into that segment after this. Um, and before we move on to the next topic, we'll quickly check in with Jessica and Mark, who also had some making up to do after a fight. Well, mainly just Jessica because she was wild in for respect the last time they got into an issue. This wasn't again. So Do we, are we liking her apology? No, no, right? Not whatsoever. The whole. Oh man, I really have to learn. See, so 
I don't like inconsistencies. Mm. So her entire thing, uh, ad nauseum, I'm old, you're young, I'm older, you're younger, I'm experienced. Okay, obviously not enough to know how much she can drink without getting drunk. Like, if we're going to play this game, then you're old enough and mature enough to know that you can't have more than three drinks. All of us are. Full just like I'm 37. Okay, I can tell when I've had too much now. I had plenty of fun in my 20s. We drank, partied, school after whatever. Okay, I know my limit now. You know your limit when you're 33, 34. So I dislike that, and I don't like that using it as an excuse to say how sexy and amazing Barnett was. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just drunk, and I just don't know my limit. Like, no, cut it out. If you're an adult and you're going to play this I'm such an adult mature game, then you got to be consistent with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this was, again, a victim of editing here, but I was very surprised in this conversation that Mark didn't outright like call her out on that exact line. Because that was like the probably the worst thing she said. Just to say that Barnett is so effing hot right yeah, after, yeah. like that was such a nasty jab to me. It's terrible. It, and and to your point, there's a time and place for things. Yeah, they were at a party, but like this is the party for the person that you nearly got engaged to over the person you're with. Right. It was so out of pocket to act that way. Yeah. And then to bring that back into their conversation later on night at night. And we we keep saying how much she's had to drink as kind of an aside, and it, it's part of the. I don't know how to say it. It's part of the descriptor of the events that happened. But let's just note, no problem in having too much to drink. Get blasted. Have a great time. Right. Like, you're yeah. an adult. Exactly. Do whatever you want. Have a great time. But the thing is, her probably truth comes out when she's had too much to drink. And that's when she gets flirty and sappy with Barnett and then just openly says how much she likes Barnett to Mark. All of it, as we said, is inappropriate. It's not an actual apology that comes out. And yeah. at some point... The blame for me, blame, whatever. I don't really care, right? But the, <laughs> but the blame is going to shift to Mark where it's like, bro, you got to stand up for yourself at some point. It's right. backbone time and it's no. Like, you keep complaining about my age, but I am acting way more mature than you. You are literally, and we're going to go into it with his parents and stuff again and again and again. She's the only one that has a problem with the age difference. The yeah. only one. Not the producers, not the directors, not any of their family or friends, n- none of the other people in the house. No one cares about this 10-year age gap except her. So the only way for me to interpret that Put in the comments if you disagree and you think it's wrong. The only way that it comes across to me is she is looking to try to find an excuse for someone else to end this relationship so she doesn't have to. Absolutely. And to your point, Mark needs to stop being a doormat and stand up for himself and really just draw a clear line here. Because it's one thing to be open and understanding of this process and being there for someone while they go through a range of emotions. This process isn't easy, but being that we know Lauren's backstory here and what they've been through thus far, I think Mark needs to really just see the situation for what it is. Jessica, you mean. Uh, Jessica's backstory. Jessica's backstory. Yeah. See the situation for what it is and just create a boundary because how many times are you going to let someone essentially come back to you and decide they want you Sure. and and dip in and out of this relationship? Like, there's a difference between, okay, now we're married and, you know, we're five years into it. And every once in a while, it's like, well, you youngsters or something. And it's a jokey thing. That's cool. That's fun. But it's over and over and over again. It's just not healthy for the relationship. Are you guys going to try to make this work? Or are we constantly going to bring up this non-existent roadblock that is only with one person? And by the way... Again, playing into stereotypes if we want to. The one person where you would think that 
it shouldn't be. Here's a young guy, like an older woman. That's not normally that's nor not normally the way it works out. Normally, we see older men with younger women, mm-hmm. right? And she's just got this weird hang-up about it that no one else has. Because she's not embracing being a cougar, if we're just going to go. Yeah, you, know, you should you know embrace, I mean? like, go for the it. The cougars who are, like, living in their truth, at least from what we've seen on TV, Have different fun. stereotypes, they're like, yeah, I'm an older woman, but, like, this is the life I chose. I'm confident who I am. I can have whatever man I want. It's more of, like, taking back the power in that situation versus, like, constantly being a victim and, like, wanting people to almost feel sorry for you like I don't understand like that's the vibe that I get a lot when she talks about it sometimes I can relate to maybe some of her concerns but the way she harps on it just makes me feel like she's not even willing to look past it's what they're going through uh, we talked about it while we were watching I think it's her insecurity that's it because yeah. no one else brings it up not even right? his friends no Later one on, brings not even it up. his family it's her and she keeps talking about it in this backwards way of I know you have a problem with it. I know you're going to have a problem with it. Just admit you have a problem with it. You're not super comfortable dating somebody young. Yeah. Like that, I think everything would work out better if everybody was being more truthful, especially her. Yeah. I feel weird dating somebody younger than me. Not, I know you feel weird that I'm old. I know Projecting. you feel weird that I'm yeah, yeah, stop. It's ridiculous. She. It almost sounds like she needs to be like on another TV show, potentially like <laughs> couples therapy or... Maybe one of the other amazing shows that we cover she here would at not After do Buzz. Good. She would not do good on The Bachelor where, like, what was Victoria F. is like, I'm 26. It's so tragic. I'm so old. Yeah. yeah that's not she wouldn't. <laughs> she wouldn't fare well on any of those shows. And speaking of shows, we do cover a lot of content here That was your second Buzz transition. TV. I didn't catch the first one, though. I didn't pick up it's on okay. it. It's okay. We got it. We're going to roll <laughs> with it. Uh, we do cover a lot of content here at After Buzz TV, like Love is Blind, The Bachelor, some of the other shows that we've mentioned so many Survivor. times. Survivor. Survivor. Love Island. Love Lots going on with these uh, re- amazing reality TV shows right now. So if you are a fan, make sure you're subscribed to our channel um, so you don't miss a beat of all of our coverage. And it would really mean a lot to us if you showed us some love on YouTube by liking or dropping us a comment or heading over to iTunes or whatever podcast service that you use and leaving us a really good five-star review. I mean, we'll totally love you for it. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, just saying, um, thanks for making us the ESPN of DB. You guys are awesome. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, let's get into some more awesome couples. Um, so the big point of this episode is meeting the parents. We're oh. at this point now. Um, two meetings go pretty well, so we're not going to spend too much time on that um, in terms of uh, Kelly and Kenny seems like they're a match made in heaven. Heck, their parents seem I to mean, have yeah, hello, the same your, story. His parents coming over to her parents. I didn't even know that was going to be a thing. It's almost too perfect. They I kind of hope perfect. they have a big fight or something so that it's not just this fairy tale and we got something to talk about. But good for them. Maybe they just really found it. Yeah, it turns That's out awesome. both their parents had quickie engagements and long-term marriages. Yeah, so. what? Good for them. Moving on, Giannina and Damien. Um, they're meeting with the parents. Also, not as big as the others, but we're going to briefly talk about it. Um, the thing that I did like about this mm. is that Giannina does have a moment where she... It started off really awkward, where I was like, man, why is she airing out their problems in front of her parents? Right. But it does lead to an emotional moment where she breaks down and apologizes to Damien for how she's been so hot and cold. And she flat out says she's been so hot and cold yep. and crazy. And I was like, all right, girl. I'm here for some self-awareness. And her family reinforces it. Just kind of like what you said when we were watching. The family was basically saying, she's kind of nutty. Right? Okay. So Damien's got to realize this is going to be his whole life. 
if he wants to stay with it and he knows how to deal with it and he needs to be I think honestly exactly what he is, this kind of middle ground person. She's going to be at 100 and negative 100, I you agree. know, and if he is attracted to that and some people are, he likes the spiciness, she's spicy, obviously he likes the physical stuff. So, he feels cool to be in this middle and let her be wackadoo whatever and then come back to him. It's going to work great. But he's got to realize that it, she's not going to change. This is this is her. No, it is. But it's funny because earlier you said that she might need him to be more aggressive. And now you're saying it's better for him to be even keel to kind of balance her personality. I think she reacts to that aggressiveness. Right. Right. But again, like we said with a lot of these people, how has that worked out for you so far? She needs the even keeled guy. That's right. She doesn't necessarily react to it. Yeah, I agree. I, I personally feel like that, too. Like, I know I'm a lot more forward with my emotions and how I'm feeling. Um, so I would kind of need someone who's a, who, you know, falls somewhere in the middle, but is not going to like put me down for mm-hmm. the moments where I'm a little off the rails. Right. Cause you still want acceptance, you know, sure. he, he loved something about her to be with her. <laughs> I'm sure that feisty nature had something to do with it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it translates we, into it does bedroom things. Oh, Okay. We're Evidently for them. For for them it does. Um, but you know, her family, like you said, makes it clear that this is who she is. Mm-hmm. She's not changing anytime soon, um, at least from what we can see. And her uncle and her mom were very clear about like taking time. Like I think they dropped it every time he was speaking like, yeah, you take your time, you know, just... I, I don't know if they're fully sold on this relationship yet, I'll be honest. Every one of these couples should be taking their time. I mean, but they don't it, have the luxury of it. They don't, but if they're being honest about what's going on, right? Uh, anybody who watches me talk about these shows knows oftentimes I separate the reality from the reality TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if they really think there's something there and they want to explore this relationship, then you got to be willing to be open to the fact that maybe we shouldn't get married in 17 days. I really like you. In fact, I, th- I do think I'm in love with you. Right. Let's see where this goes. Let's let's pump the brakes a second, not get married the people that are all in for sure to get married, you're like, nah, I don't know. This is a TV show. Remember, to start out with it. So I think there's nothing wrong with taking it slow and, yeah. and relaxing and really enjoying each other. That's what a lot. And that's kind of what's built in on Married at First Sight. They get married right off the bat. Then they have eight weeks to decide if they want to stay together, if they want to get it annulled. Those eight weeks is, are we falling in love? Do we get along? Do we want to, you know, maybe we, maybe we get divorced in six months, but do we want to even see if we're ready to go through with it? That's kind of what they're doing right now. It's just a little bit backwards. They're going to see if they're actually yeah. going to get married at the end. And just because they don't get married doesn't mean it's not working out and they're not going good. It means they don't want to get married after yeah. knowing each other. 10 I mean, days. I guess yeah, I can see how like the mindset is different of like we get married and then we either settle into this or we're not or it's like do we actually even get to that end game? Like sure. it's di- I guess the, the mentality is a little different. Um that remains to be seen with these Mentality's two. Mentality's real different with his parents who decide to not even show up. Yeah. Wait a minute. We never even met his parents. That's right. They do get into this argument in the car because... To a lovely parking structure. Yeah. We definitely got to talk about that because, again, Janina's feisty personality comes out and she is so quick to, like, place the blame on him for why his parents don't want to meet her. This, this I thought, maybe a little tinfoil hat, but this I thought might also be some creative editing. Okay? Mm. So what if something just come up and literally the parents couldn't make it? It's possible. It's a lot juicier to be like they canceled last minute and they just don't agree with this process. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. He said he was well, going to handle it. 
Well, Uh-oh. she does. Well, the reason why I think it's it can't be a coincidence is because they cleverly let it slip. Well, Gigi let it slip that his parents told her, don't go marry some whore off of reality TV before he left for the show. Yeah. So with, with that piece of information, I can get why Gigi was like maybe thinking worst possible scenario here. Maybe they bailed. Maybe they don't want to meet this whore. And they, they 100% could have. They 100% could have. And, you know, that kind of we don't know yet. If we're gonna if we're jump ahead quick to a prediction, I think we're gonna meet his parents pretty soon, and I I have a feeling it's fine? gonna be fine. Mm. Yeah. Whoa, oh, yeah, little, that was an early sneak, prediction. Little sneak prediction. I think it's all gonna be okay. I think they're throwing it in for a little bit of drama. I think it's not gonna be as big a deal as it appears to be. I can get with that only because I think even if that's not the next source of drama for them, Gigi's gonna find a way to make. Oh, there's plenty of drama. Anything. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, there's no Still, slow end to drama. Um, I want to talk about uh, Matthew Barnett and Amber. Yeah. Should we be referring to him by his full name now? No, he's point? still Barnett to us. Still Barnett. Um, so we start off by meeting Amber's family. We never get in the house, but we do meet them outside. <laughs> Until he tells Jessica that his name is Matt and she has a confessional like, he's just we're just so connected. He confided in me that his, his real name is Matt. Oh Obviously, he yeah. likes me more than anybody. Amber, Sorry. that is. We gotta... <laughs> I think you said Jessica. No, that's what I mean. Oh. Oh, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like, true. Sorry. We go, yeah, we go to Amber's house. <laughs> they, they don't make it inside. You know, totally cool. Uh, who knows why? It's not important why yeah, they Amber's don't go inside the house. There. Yeah. It's it's clear there's like a, not a broken family dynamic, but like, they well, just it seem seems like there's something going on. Yeah. I felt bad for Barnett that he was kind of being interrogated by mom. Literally... From 20 jump. seconds getting up to the front door and he still has grocery bags <laughs> in his hands. She's like, what are your intentions with my daughters? <laughs> Whoa, dude. Wow. We all, And we also see this again coming up a little bit later with Lauren. Yeah. Right. This is something interesting that I kind of wanted to get your take on. What's that? I don't. I don't resonate with this kind of line of questioning from girls families. What? It's Why is de- that? It's definitely an older school mentality uh-huh. of how, what life are you going to give my daughter? Right. As if she can guys, make her own? Mm, guys' okay. families are never like, what life are you going to give my son? So That's not always true. You don't think moms be like, are you going to be able to cook for my son? Are you going to be able to pro- like give him everything he needs? That, that, that's an absolutely perfect uh, other side analogy. I don't like that either. Mm, okay. Right? So you're not I, a fan of it either way? No, because I okay. these kind of gender stereotypes there's you know no need my immediate answer was going to be um and i think actually um uh, barnett not barnett um cameron oh okay had the right answer right it's i'm excited to have this partnership and do everything equal and and go in on it together right it's not this like very uh you know the guys aren't firing back with well what's my dowry uh right (laughs) Right. okay yeah it's a very um What's the word I'm looking for? Like non-misogynistic take on it. Like hmm. we're going to be equal. Like I see your daughter as sure my partner. Whereas, well, with Cameron, that is that was his more of his reply. But with Barnett and Amber, it seems like their families still kind of have this traditional approach, which isn't a bad one. I think it's a common one, honestly. Whether whether we can poke holes in it or not, sure. That's still the kind of mindset that people have around marriage. Um, it's we, interesting. It's just a weird thing to have to go into. Especially now, like, what? How are you going to provide? Like, oh my god! Like, but but a to lot be of times honest, these women have better jobs and are doing, you know, more than the men are. 
But in this specific case, it's actually like Amber doesn't have a great job. Yeah, she what doesn't are you have talking about she actually this needs guy. to be taken care of. Yeah. And I said this when we were watching it. It almost makes me think like, does Amber have some like bad girls past we don't know about? Like now I'm starting to get more of this vibe like maybe she did have more of a troubled upbringing um, she kind of alluded to being a free spirit but I'm wondering does that mean maybe she couldn't hold down a job at some point right. or schooling I mean I mean, she did have debt so maybe she should finish no she said she didn't finish school so I'm very she, and she got a lot of debt she had a lot of debt but <laughs> right. didn't finish school didn't finish school so that's troubling that's troubling there's clearly a lot of aspects of her personality and her decision making that need some sort of care so right. maybe that's we need. I think that we need to switch, steer the conversation into how are you going to treat my daughter. It's more of I'm going to support her in whatever kind of decisions she wants to do right. with her life and with our family. Yeah, that's right. that's a really good way to look at yeah. it. Um, well, when they meet Barnett's family, As should be the girl's reaction to the dad's parents too. I'm going to support him in the decisions we decide to make together. Yeah, because it's almost like when it's when it's reversed, it's like, are you gonna? <laughs> Cook for my son and be a good baby making factory that's, for him. Yeah, it's like, that, what? Oh, right. like no, that's how gross. about I'm going to empower your son to be the best possible man that he is and lead Whatever our that family. means. Whatever yes. that means. You know? Sure. I'm here for that. Um, but when they meet Barnett's family, it's so funny how it's almost like Jessica was in their ear before they got there because they called out the one thing that she's been saying all season, which is that Barnett and Amber are in lust. They are not in yeah. love. We've been saying that the whole time, too. It's very obvious they got a strong physical connection. They've been canoodling in the hot tub since, you know, right away in Mexico and all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff, which is fantastic. It, again, reinforces the love is not blind <laughs> adage. But be that as it may, we have to see with them. And we haven't seen a ton of the intellectual stuff. Is Do they have a, a mental connection, a soul connection, or whatever you want to call it, past yeah. the physicality? And that was the concern with the with the parents and and the brother and the as brother well. Who had who you know? Took, he's been married. Okay, he's married. It's the hardest thing ever. No, it's not. But he's. It's like he's bitter. Like the yeah, it's like, like angry, angry way. He's like, oh, I'm. It's like I'm going through nom. Like it's, it's Listen, really not. Maybe dude. Barnett's sister-in-law is a piece of work. Maybe we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> but I said that to Kristen because as the married person on the panel, right? Marriage is not that hard. <laughs> it's but it really takes, not. It takes work, though. It as it should. Yeah. Right. It's worthwhile. It shouldn't be. A complete cakewalk. It takes effort. It takes intention. But it's not difficult if you're with the right person. Because just like what his brother was trying to say. Let me help whatever the guy's name was. was. I forget. Uh, Gary, Larry, whatever. Um, It is giving up some of yourself in order to support that other person. Mm -hmm. Which is not difficult if you love that person and you're with the right one. Right. And that's sappy, but that's totally true. It's not difficult. It's what you want to do because you care about the other person. No, I agree. And to quote um, a different contestant on another show, (laughs) Kelly Flanagan, who before she got eliminated on The Bachelor, told Peter, love doesn't always have to be difficult. And I think that's the same sentiment here. It's like, it should be something that feels easy. That sacrifice should... I mean, every sacrifice is, it's a sacrifice for a reason, but it, it's going towards someone that you care about. <laughs> Kelly was too stable. Yeah. She <laughs> to, to win Bachelor. She was. She had too but, much good thing going on. she was salty on the way out, but mm. that's, that's for a different after show. Tune into that. Um, Should be in paradise. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see over time if this, you know, fiery flame that they have fizzles out when sure. they get to the nitty gritty of what it means to really commit to your partner. Jessica's not done working on him. Give her a little more time. She is not done. She'll be running up to the altar like, I object. (laughs) Well, that's if she doesn't make it, you know, whatever happens between her and Mark, because 
she's she's gonna find every possible way to get out of this, even though Mark's family was nothing but open and welcoming to her. They were great. I mean, and God love a you know, they really had the camera on Jessica trying to make something mm-hmm. between her and mom happen. And even mom was talking about, you know, I'm the queen, this is my cup. They tried to sh- and she tried to have some kind of look. Like, yo, this is just a strong take note here. Actually, that's what it is, Jessica. Take note of a strong, confident woman. It's Ooh. Mark's mom. Okay, this is what it is. Yeah, she's the queen of the house. You're at her house. Like, come on, because oh, she jokes about being skinny. You go along with, yeah, of course. Look at you. You're so skinny. You don't eat any of the. Come on. Yeah, she's so tight. Up. Because I again, they're being her, so welcoming. But she was well. When you're going into something, looking for reasons for it to fail, that's you're, it. You're not going to be like your most comfortable, that's best it. self. She's not going to give the part of herself that she probably gave to Mark the first day she met him in the pod. Super open, and you know, enjoying the experience. She's just looking like, oh my god, when is this dinner going to be over so I can get out of here? Yeah. And it it only worked against her. I feel like she was the only person who looked bad. I also was expecting us to get a lot of shots of like. Mark kissing his mom at the house and being like, "Mom, you know, like for as much like as she talks about being a to mom, Mark like, in the bedroom or something." Well, not even just like <laughs> you know, like oh my god, mom, it's been so long. I've been in the pod. It's been so good to see. You. Like oh my baby, like all that like super mama's boy uh, stuff that she made it seem like. We didn't get any of that. None of it. None of it. He seemed. And really I don't think any of it's there. By the way, I don't think it's creative editing or anything like that. She just needs to calm down. Yeah. She was like, what can I say to this family to get them to tell Mark to leave me? <laughs> well, I mean, literally the one thing she was worried about, her mom was like, when he told me that he met an older girl, I said, this is great because the girls yeah. his age are yeah. crazy. The exact opposite of like, <laughs> she's like, I can't believe, why does no one have a problem with our age difference? <laughs> we both were, we looked at each other and we were like, whoops. Ooh, he's like, yeah. I'm so happy he's with an older woman. She's like, this is not playing into Jessica's narrative. Hello, <laughs> everybody wake up. This is wrong. Oh, my God. It just makes me think <sighs> what else she's going to find. Can't wait. We're going to find out. <laughs> Don't forget, we still have a physical hurdle to get over. We got to the point where they're cuddling in bed now because we did meet them at the beginning of the episode in bed. But I don't think they've crossed that physical, you know. Anything. Anything that they're still waiting on yet. So we'll see. Last couple of the night that leaves us on a juicy cliffhanger Mm. is Lauren and Cameron going to meet her parents. Super cute mommy. Super cute. Okay, we're we're, going to say we love Lauren's mom. She is so cute. And she is, Lauren is the splitting image of her. Like, mm-hmm. it's like her mom spit her out. Um, things <laughs> go really well. Her mom's name is Pamela. Fun fact, Lauren's, Pamela, Lauren's parents are Pamela and Bill, and so are Cameron's parents. Right, right. Could these two be any more, like, meant to be? They're great. They're great. That's cute. That goes well. But, of course, we get this big buildup and tease that sure. meeting Lauren's dad is not going to be as much of a cakewalk as it was meeting her mom. Um you pointed out something really good when Lauren and Cameron walked into her dad's studio. What did I say? Well, they didn't shake hands. Yeah, that's weird. As a guy, I mean, I know in business deals, that's a straight up like F you off the top. You don't want to shake my hands. But like meeting someone like if you were a guy going into this, would you bolt for the door at this point? No, but that's me. (laughs) Right. I'm a really a type kind of personality. I don't care. I I know I can crack any parents. I'm not worried about it. But this brings up something else that I don't like. Mm. Okay. Mm. First off, mom made it very, very real 
and I didn't even think it was going to be spoken, but she she straight up said it. He doesn't want her to be with somebody outside of her race. Yeah, that was real. That was big to put out. You there. don't. Yeah, you don't get any more. Uh, I don't know. Honest than that, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm, my words are going away. <laughs> the handshake I do not like. That's very disrespectful, just on a whatever level. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I don't like even more in these kind of situations, forget about him being like, what do you intend with my daughter? Do you not have any respect or admiration or trust in your daughter? She's half of this equation. Yeah. Right? She chose this guy. Do we not think she's smart enough at all to pick a decent guy or to stay with it or anything like that? It's almost automatically like the assumption is she's an idiot. I got to figure out if you're worthy to be with her, right? Yeah. I mean, she's equal in this. That's a really good nuanced take on this because, again, you have, you know, their mom said they have such a close relationship, Lauren and her dad. So if they've been this tight, like, you got to know that you've raised your daughter right. Right. She's probably not going to bring, if this is the first guy she's bringing home, like, it it must be the guy. She hasn't, she used that discretion prior in her other relationships, like, this isn't someone that my family would be proud of and respect my decision making. And this is, this is the guy that I want to bring. Let me, let me, now that I've said that, let me toss in some nuance to at least not completely tear this guy down. One, she hasn't really brought people home in the past, you know, like we said. Mm-hmm. This is obviously forced on because of the show. Right. Good on him for not dipping out like maybe Damien's parents did. We don't know, right? So this is obviously a little bit forced. Um, I had another point, too. Dang it. Just just the fact that this isn't a traditional situation. Ah, exactly. In a more traditional sense she or relationship sorry she would have probably been dating this guy for weeks or maybe even months before mm-hmm. meeting the parents so she could have built the person up in these people's minds dad would know something about him beside just his name i understand even after all that i've said i get being overprotective of a daughter or even just a kid in general right so at least he would know job name you know what they've been doing how he's been treating her she could sneak good things in this is a little bit completely cold so he's going to be a little bit more shut off but there's no reason not to shake the guy's hand like, he's just yeah. a person he doesn't like look that. like i mean he doesn't look like some sleaze bag right off the drop right he's presents well he seems to be nice you at least give him that it's just, it, and why start off on the bad foot? You're not gaining anything from it. Definitely. I agree. Just don't start off on that foot. If if through conversation, Cameron reveals himself to be not the stand-up guy oh, that we think he is. tear him down. Tear him down. No, I agree. But from the onset, like, you, it only says something about you, the fact that you're not willing to meet this person, sure. another human being at this basic level, and just shake their hand. Um, I didn't really I, care for that. And I felt it. I don't know. Have you felt it with your, uh, any family member or friends, like boyfriends? Like, or that something like my that. family didn't really like them? Well, so, or, so I, or the, the overprotectiveness. I felt yeah. it. Like, I met my niece's ex-boyfriend. Like, going into it, we were all kind of like, mm, you know, because yeah. I've, I've known her for like seven, eight, nine years now. So we all kind of feel it. But I absolutely gave the kid a chance. Like, I messed around with him a little bit. I joke. I kind of gave him, I kind of gave him the, the once around. You kind of got to, but that's also my personality anyway, right? I got yeah, to kind of mess with people. Expect but, your family hey, to give them a little shit. Yeah, a you little know, bit, but we little... were super nice. You know, we were nice, you know. I've been there. I've been on the receiving end, and I felt like, you know, my family was giving my partner a little bit of 
you know, the the the, the pat down. Yeah. Like, who are you? But it always lent itself to a larger conversation. Everyone was still treated with respect. Well, and because the real stuff's going to go down when that person goes away. Exactly. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you get rid of this clown, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Right? Not to his, you know, you don't have to do that. That's not going to. And that's good. And honestly, sorry, it's going to have the opposite effect. If I yeah. really clowning this guy for real, and I'm really putting him down and stuff, it's going to drive that person probably, you know, your family member more towards them. You do it in private, say, you know what, I got a really weird vibe. Why this and this and that? You can take it more seriously. That's a good point. I feel like maybe Lauren's mom has more of that discretion, where I think as Lauren's dad is right. not going to have that filter there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, keep in mind, we only got one side of the equation here. We have not met Karen, Cameron's parents yet. Right. So it'll be really interesting to see, possibly on the next episode, how they receive Lauren. But it also, it seems like, Lauren's parents are divorced. Right. That could potentially play into it too. But if Lauren spent the majority of time with mom, that can make dad even more overprotective. That could have, you know, play into it, have some yeah. elements. And we don't know, we don't know if Cameron's parents are still together either. Sure. And maybe if he came from a home that stayed together so long and that, you know, influences his perspective on relationships. But I know that I'm dying to see that next episode. That's going to be good. And we will be right back here to recover. To recap the episode with you all. Until then, you are we can, doing predictions? Uh, we gotta throw get out of here. No, man. you throw out a prediction. No. All right, real quick After prediction before we get out of here. Because I got one. You got one. Yeah. I think that. Well, I'll go with this couple. I think Cameron's parents are gonna surprise us and not like her either. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Mine is with the same couple as well. I think we're completely being edited and thrown for a loop. I think Dad's going to be big teddy bear, no problem. Ooh, that's a yep. good one. Yep. Mm, yeah, it might so. be too on the nose if he like hits well, him the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, let us know your predictions in the comments as well. We'll check them and make sure you know see if we're we were all right or wrong yeah. on our next recap. But again, until then, you can find me on Twitter at Christine Bean and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Guys, I'm Mike Feeling. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and all your comments. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. Good night. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 